So today's edition of Rocket Science for Leaders allows us to talk about that subject. Why Rocket Science for Leaders? It begins by recognizing what's happening to you and me right now. We're traveling in this orbit on Earth as it goes around the sun. We're actually moving ourselves, I guess, at a thousand miles an hour, but we can't feel it. This orbit is so easy, which raises the question, why would we want to leave this orbit to go to another one? As scientists have posed that question across the years, the opposition came from people first who said it can't be done, to second to people who said, yes, it can be done, but why bother? Things are fine right here. Now in orbit, outside this orbit, are satellites enabling us to do things we could never do before. So you get into your car at a very simple level and either you look at your cell phone or you look at your GPS and you figure out from that how to get from point A to point B, how to find a certain address. That may not sound like a big deal. What if you're in charge of defending the United States? Without satellite technology, we're so much more vulnerable to the point where one wonders if we would be able to preserve our democracy if we didn't have the defense available to us, satellite technology. There are other benefits, but let's take it to a much more basic level because we're talking about leadership. Here's the comparison on today's edition of Rocket Science for Leaders. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, all three engines up and burning, 2, 1, 0, and liftoff. Wow, what energy does it take to go from this orbit to another one? Just the basics of that. We've got to break gravity's hold and work through the effort involved to get a rocket to travel at such powerful high speeds all the way so that it slips in at one point, slips in to another orbit where travel becomes easier again, a different gravity. As we know, for example, you leave Earth's gravity and the body gets lighter by different percentages until you see these astronauts floating around in spaceships. And again, people can say, all right, what's the big deal? What are we going to discover with all that? Now, any sophisticated, well-educated person will know that what we've learned in space was well worth the effort, the effort to break this inertia here on Earth to move to another orbit. I'll take it all the way back to your childhood for a moment as we try to learn why it's worth it for leaders to change the current easy leadership pattern to break these orbits, to break out of inertia, overcome inertia to a new momentum. You're there as a one and two year old. Your mom is looking after you. Whether it's your mom and dad or you're off in a nursery school, you're being cared for and protected because you cannot yet move or live on your own. You get to age two, three, four, five. Soon, time to go to school. Well, you may be thinking, as a lot of kids are, it's nice and comfortable here at home. It's easy here. Why would I want to go to school? Why are my parents pushing me? Like a mother bird shoving the baby out of the nest, the baby, weren't able to shape its words, might say, hey, I like it here in the nest. So we go out. We go into education 
And a lot of kids say in school, oh, this is painful. I hate this. I don't like learning this. But when you learn it, you discover this truth that I didn't hear until college. Only the disciplined mind is truly free. Only the disciplined mind is truly free. I'm not free to play the piano right now because I haven't learned how. I sure wish I had, but only those who have disciplined themselves to that get the joy of playing the piano. Here comes leadership, and we're going to dip in and out of this as we begin to understand why it is that we would move out of this comfortable zone into the challenge zone so that we can achieve higher goals. The example I have now is that of a man walking the land 2,000 years ago in poor clothes and sandals preaching. Whether you were raised in the Christian faith or something different, the message that came from Jesus was radical, as radical as radical loving care, and that's where radical loving care comes from. It's radical because it's so different. What was Jesus' message? Please just think about this academically rather than religiously for a moment. Jesus offers an orbit-changing message. The old message, the easy way, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Since Neanderthal and other prehistoric times, people had solved problems by raw power, by bullying, by taking from others, and if others took from them, they attacked. So it was attack, counterattack, struggle, struggle, fight, and the weapons were raw strength. Along comes Jesus with this strange message. Those enemies that you want to attack, love those enemies. And he gradually drew followers. Today, those followers are in the billions. Back then, it was still a small band because Jesus was still struggling to help people break the inertia of the natural tendency of the human being out of the most primitive part of our brain to fight back, to attack, to hurt, to kill those who might threaten us. Jesus says, you've heard before an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Now I tell you, love your enemies, love your neighbors, love one another. Well, sounds good. How hard is that to practice? As tough as it is to break this Earth's orbit. Why break it? Well, some people did that purely because they thought, gee, this is an easier pathway to heaven. Heaven sounds good. I get the idea that life is short. Why do I want to practice kindness and loving care? We now accept the idea, at least we speak the idea, that we believe that. We speak it. It becomes very hard to practice it. Here's what the new orbit is. The new orbit is loving care, the place where Jesus and other leaders have tried to take us. A place where if we're willing to do the work to get there, we live a new life, a life that turns out to be the one most worth living in which we're helping others. We're showing strength through kindness. We're showing power by sharing it. So in a loving leadership environment, power is shared. Our fellow adults are partners and we respect that. What do we get for that? The organizations where we lead gain the energy and the power and the creativity of everybody. They don't just rely on the alleged genius of one or two people at the, quote, top of the organization, unquote. So radical loving leadership is about shared power. It's about partnership. It's about the idea that together we can solve challenges and problems much more effectively. Together we can assemble the best in people 
around us in hospitals. Together, we can improve patient care, change the human experience, lift people beyond curing to healing. How do we do that? We have some tools to share with you that will enable you, that will fuel you, that will enable that rocket of your heart to move to a new orbit. Join me on this journey. This has been Rocket Science for Leaders, and I'm Erie Chapman, urging and encouraging all of you to live love, not fear. These leadership podcasts are sponsored by the Erie Chapman Foundation. Please visit our website. It's eriechapmanfoundation.net. When you go to the site, you'll find information there and a chance to contribute. Please do if you can. Help support Radical Loving Care.